Made it to the end of the week. Can't believe it. Nothing like James Brown to get your Friday morning started, huh? I'm I'm here to say. James I'm, always puts me in the mood. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you hear him saying, no don't you don't you just picture him though? Oh that, yeah, that, that foot thing. Yeah, that foot thing that not many people have ever been able to emulate. Yeah. Bruno Mars can do it pretty well. Yeah, and so uh, and. Um, that actor who played him in that movie, Get On Up. Yeah. Unbelievable, Sam. You still need to watch it. Okay. Chadwick Boseman is his name. So we always start off Friday with Friday favorites. Just favorite moments from the past week, and we're going to start with Sam's today. Yeah, this is uh, this happened at a Coldplay concert. In fact, it was the end of last weekend. Uh, Coldplay was up there and said, hey, we're going to bring somebody special out on stage because we have a Prince tribute we'd like to do, and they were going to do uh, Nothing Compares to You by Prince, Yeah, uh, made famous, of course, by sign aid Sinbad O'Connor. Still, one of the... From don't, SNL back in the day. Regardless yeah. of what you think of her, that is one of the best vocals to ever come out of the mm-hmm. 80s. And of course, the song, of course it was written by Prince. Yeah. It was perfect. Great vocal until you heard it sang by Coldplay's uh, very special guest, Mr. James Corden. I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant But nothing, no nothing can take away these blues Very good. hit the high note there he did yeah i knew he could sing because he sings with carpool karaoke so much including britney last night but i didn't know he could really sing yeah me neither like that not too many of the late late show hosts have ever really done that super (laughs) beautiful and super talented triple threat that's right funny being the best one Thank you for that, Sam. Sam's Friday favorite. All right, on the way, Murphy, you've, uh, Murphy's all excited about the new drone rules that are going to be, what, in effect Monday? Well, look, this is the game changer. If you've heard about all of the delivery companies starting to deliver by drones mm-hmm. and that, yeah. the rule that changes that go into effect on Monday are the beginning of a whole new world of drones. Cool. That's coming up. Uh, next, though, in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, it's true. Paisley Park is about to open soon for daily paid public tours. Let you know what to expect. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's true. Maybe it's the news you've been waiting for. Maybe not. But Paisley Park is set to open for daily paid public tours this fall. Dig if you will. Can Paisley we go? Park, that's his, that is Prince's estate. Just yes, so can we know. please go? Can we, can we, can we, can we, can we, Daddy? <laughs> like can we? To. Okay. Don't I've, you find I've, never, that? I've never been to Minnesota. Mm. Well, it. now we will. Yeah. Let's find it kind of quick. The turnaround on this it one. It is quick. Uh, I know that that Graceland I mean, was open in 1982. Yeah. Just five, five years. years after Elvis died. Mm-hmm. They're kind of taking a page from that. It's going to be a lot like that. I dug in and got. I wanted to get specific. So it'll happen in October when they open and you can come in and you can expect it's going to be busy for a long time, I oh, would yeah. think, at first. His home already was kind of set up like that, though. Didn't yeah. he have you know, his mo- favorite motorcycles and those things were already on display mm-hmm. in his home? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like, and, and his sister has said in the public statements that this is what he intended and this is why they feel comfortable doing it so quickly. He, oh. You know, it's laid out in a way that he knew this would happen one day or maybe hoped it would, just not so soon. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take visitors through a guided tour of the main floor. Uh, it's a 65,000 square foot mansion. <laughs> Studios where he recorded, you're going to get to see where he produced and mixed some of those biggest hits. It'll be, uh, you'll get to see his his video editing suites, his rehearsal rooms, his private NPG music club, New Power Generation. Yeah. In case you were wondering. The wow. massive sound stage and concert hall where he rehearsed 
before he would go out on tour. Oh, man. So when he was on this tour. This going to be a good tour. No kidding. Like, I didn't know he had a massive stage, but that makes a lot of sense. You know how he and, like, the new power generation or, or, or the revolution, they always look so great and in sync and he with the splits and all that. Yeah. He rehearsed every bit of that and would watch it back himself before doing it for a crowd. You're going to get to see the areas where he held private events. Um, you're going to get to see a lot of his personal things wardrobe that's my favorite his wardrobe knocks my socks off um awards his musical instruments his favorite artwork and of course his motorcycles is there gonna be a gift shop at the end well i would think so of course if you're taking a page from um graceland and i'll tell you this too uh graceland still draws about five hundred thousand visitors a year and uh it's estimated to bring to memphis 150 million dollars a year so this it, is going to be like revenue and stuff like that. Yeah, economic. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of it's a big deal for Minneapolis. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right. Coming up next. Uh, drone rules are changing on Monday. In case mm-hmm. you haven't heard, this is going to open up a whole new level of commercial drone use. I'll tell you why next. So if you have a drone or you know someone who's a drone user, listen up. The rules are changing on Monday. Didn't know if you know that the laws on how drones are licensed and permitted and how you can fly. All of that changes on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, not Sam, for- do you notice his smile? Murphy's smiling when he talks about drones. Drones, his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> have you named your drone, by the way? No. I mean, do you know not people that you who would have? admit. Have some people, I guess somebody probably somewhere has named their drone. I have a dear friend who is a photog. And he has been forever, and his camera has a name. Her, her, his original camera is Olivia. Oh, really? That's right. Maybe I should just name my drone the Jode. Jody. You have, you know, no. I've already got one. You need to branch out. (laughs) So, here are the rules that are that are changing, and they're really they don't affect hobbyists at all, but they do affect commercial. You know, the whole reason that you haven't seen like commercial expansion of drone use, not just for deliveries, but you know, businesses from real estate agents to you know. Uh, refineries, chemical, anybody that is doing like assessment of things that you would you normally mm-hmm. need a crane or something for. Right. Drones can be used for with their, with their cameras, but the commercial license was very difficult to get. It was very, very restrictive, very cumbersome, and a long process. And that's all going to change on Monday. Um, they've they've simplified the licensing process. You still have to take a course and be certified to fly, quote unquote, commercially. Right. But it will allow commercial drones to fly at that 400 feet limit that mm. hobbyists already have. Great. Okay. Because previously you couldn't do that. You know, a hobbyist could fly anywhere, but you couldn't be taking money from somebody to do a project right. and fly your drone and unless you had that permit that was very difficult to get. Right. So, so now it's easier to get. You have, well, you have to do the work. You'll have to study. You'll have to do the work. You'll have to pass the courses and necessary to right. become certified and licensed, and you'll have to pay for it. But um, but there, all those things will be, you know. Are uh, you going to have to demonstrate your skills, too? I mean, I'm uh, sure there's like a written a part, test. but is there a... Yeah. You think like going to the DMV? <laughs> yeah. All right, I want you to fly your drone now to 200 right. feet. Now parallel park it. <laughs> um, I hope so. I don't, you know, that I don't... No, I need to actually look and see because most of this is the online, the piloting test, and making sure your knowledge of aviation. Mm-hmm. Right. Because what they're concerned about is they don't want you flying in, you know, in the wrong places and flying into flight paths and right. those kind but of things. They're going to so check really, you out hard yeah, too. You have to have a knowledge of what you're actually doing when you put that thing up that high. They're going to give right. you that. You're, they're going to check mm-hmm. you hard for that. But and that's saying, great. This is this will be the thing though that opens up the whole ne- the next level of what we'll see. They say drone use will be an 82 billion dollar industry by 2025, <laughs> and, and you'll see them okay. everywhere. So. Wow. Okay. Look for one in the sky soon. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe you want to apply for your commercial licensing. 
All right, coming up. Sam, taking us to music news. Yeah, and since this is all about Britney this week, uh, music news, we're going to kick it off with Britney leaving Vegas for England. But if you're in the Britney what? Army, chill out. I'll tell you why. Sam's got music news. Yeah, Britney's going to be leaving Vegas to head over to England next month, but it's for the uh, for a very special festival. the Apple Music Festival, the 10th year this year. She's going to be one of the headliners with Alicia, nice. Alicia Keys and Sir Elton John, Calvin Harris, One Republic, Michael Buble. It's a 10-day festival. Nice. So that. is this Apple Big. as in Apple uh, Mac, yeah. iPod? Yeah, okay. Apple. I didn't know if it was in Apple Records, which... Um, also, is also big England, enough too. The Beatles, yeah. yeah. So she's just going over there for that and coming back. So okay. Look forward to that. Uh, Maroon Five actually has a new album in the works. I didn't know this. Always, this they're always recording. They talk, uh, one of the guitarists uh, was given a little interview. This doesn't come from Adam. Uh, he just says, "Yeah, you know, we've been quietly working on a new album." He says, uh, "We got a bunch of it done. We're gonna." finish it off hopefully at the end of the year and then record it all early next year to get it out he says you'll probably see a song come out between now and the new album just okay. like one of those kind of like Katy perry and rise you know yeah nothing yeah. to do with an There's album one. it just came out he said look for it there but he's the cool thing about it he says we're, we're trying to make this organic and go back to the original sound like Please, songs, songs, about jane. songs about was, jane they're this still is, their best album what i love <sighs> about them is they haven't despite adam's when i say solo success i don't mean musically but i mean everything else that he's done yeah they've still remained a band it's not maroon five featuring adam levine right you know, and he always said that he was not going to do a solo project he wants to be in a band yeah. we like it uh, and got some Dolly Parton news for you, Jody, about the the follow up movie to last year's Coat of Many Colors. There were rags of many colors. That was one of the sweetest things of 2015 for me. Watching we all that. cried, like we just <laughs> wept when we watched that. Uh, the, I, guess, I guess because you know everything no, it's else. True. Well, I was going to say everything else on TV right now is just so either over the top, intense, reality based. It was nice to see something just sweet. Could have been 1985 while we were watching that. I know. The uh, follow-up is now have a release date on it. November 30th, The Christmas of Many Colors, Circle of Love is going to air on NBC. And Dolly's going to play a lady of the evening. Oh, nice. A painted lady. She said when she was growing up, there was a lady in town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She said she always had the prettiest, tightest clothes, and she always had the best makeup, and I wanted to be like her. Well, you... uh Almost succeeded there. <laughs> That's going to be fun. November, she was in the other movie, too. Yeah, November 30th. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, our favorite part of the show is always just to hear from you. Uh, reach out anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Mel is coming up and wants to tell us about his therapy dog. He knows we're dog people. That's next. 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. You can text... You can call, you can reach out at murphysamandjody.com. Mel knows that we are dog people, yeah. big time. And every once in a while, we've loved sharing stories about therapy dogs. So you have one, Mel? I do. I actually have a psychiatric service dog that I trained myself. And so I've, I've got some experienced training dogs. Wait, a psychiatric service dog? Do tell everything. Okay, um, I have really bad anxiety and depression and oh. basically... In order to keep me out of the hospital and get me going to class and everything, mm-hmm. I have a service dog that does deep pressure therapy, yes. which is they lay on top of you and through biofeedback, um, your heart rate starts to match theirs. Mm-hmm. So if I'm having a panic attack, oh my gosh. it helps calm me down. Oh my gosh. Wow. What, what is your dog's um, name? Also, Mr. Wallace. Mr. Wallace. What kind? What kind is he? He's a pit. 
Oh, you're speaking my language. My heart's beating fast now. <laughs> Those are great dogs. So is he just your best friend in the world? Oh, he is. How did you come to this being the solution to help you get through? Honestly, I was looking for anything, and I went. I looked to adopt a dog so that I could train him. Mm-hmm. Um, originally for an emotional support animal without training, yeah. and then decided to take it further. And they pointed me in the direction of this really great dog, and it yeah. just all fell into place. I'm not so naive as to think that you don't have any anxiety just because he's there. What Does he sense your anxiety when it comes on? Yes. Um, he does this thing where he puts his paws on both of my shoulders, and he'll look at me funny. <laughs> and like I'll be like, okay. And he knows he's supposed to lay across my lap or across my abdomen. Yeah. And, I mean, he can tell, and it's crazy. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So do you get to take him with you, or does he have to stay at home when you go to school? I usually take him with me. Right now I'm commuting, though, but he's not going with me yet. Right. But he will be. Well, since you're commuting, maybe you can teach him how to drive. Uh-huh. Knock out two birds with one stone there. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> how old are you? Oh, I'm 19. Oh, just kidding. I just turned 20. I'm 20. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am amazed. I've never known anyone who has a service dog for anxiety. Yeah. But I believe that anxiety can be crippling. So I'm so glad you have him. Thank you. I'm, I mean it. And stay in touch with us. And, and send us a picture of Mr. Wallace and you. I want to see. Okay. Thank you for calling. Call us anytime, okay? All right. Bye. Thanks, Mel. Wow. I love learning something new like that. Mm-hmm. And you can reach us anytime, even if you need to leave a message. We've got a 24-hour voicemail there at 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker makes a big stand to tell you about that. And Britney Spears does carpool karaoke. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Britney Spears did carpool karaoke, and we have that for you, and we'll get to that. First, though, did you hear about the bold move Sarah Jessica Parker made yesterday? Nope. SJP, of course, we know her from Sex in the City and many other projects. I mean, I've watched her from way back. She actually pulled out... Uh, she bailed on an endorsement for EpiPen. You heard about this? Oh, good, she because of what's going on with the prices. The pricing. It used to cost like $100 to have yeah. an EpiPen, and now the company has raised the price to $600 per EpiPen. And she actually was an endorser of them mm-hmm. and on board and a spokesperson because she relies on one. Her 13-year-old son has a severe peanut allergy and takes one with him everywhere he goes. Right. And so it's something she believed in. She sent out in social media on Instagram a letter that she's disappointed, saddened, and deeply concerned that the company's uh, inflating the cost to patients. And then she goes on to say, I hope Mylan, that's the company, will uh, take swift action to lower the cost to be more affordable for the you know it's a life-saving necessity right and the company's in a PR nightmare right now and they did announce that they're going to offer $300 coupons yeah. for certain you know if you have a certain health plan but it's they're playing with, with this much you know when you have an endorser and then they back out that's even more it's like it's even more it's light. get a little worse before it gets better for these guys exactly all right this is the big thing in entertainment for so many of you this week Britney Spears did carpool karaoke last night with James Corden and at least in one song I could hear her singing I think I did it again you can hear her, right? Yeah. She's so soft-spoken. Throughout the thing, it's hard to hear her singing over James Corden. Yeah. And um, what 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 are you so down about, Sam? It just, she just seems... Uh, it, it, she seemed uncomfortable. She seemed uncomfortable. Shy. Very quiet, very shy. Yeah, but we've and heard that before about her. That's who she is. That's, so at least maybe she was just being herself. But she yeah. was asked 
a couple of questions that she really couldn't answer. You know your song, Oops, I Did It Again. (laughs) What's that about? What's it really about? I really don't know. You don't know what it's about? Mm -mm. I think it's just a song. Because I think every time I go, well, like every time I order a Domino's, (laughs) I think, Oops, I did it again. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just... Britney, that just, song just is a, with an that answer. song is about somebody leading someone on. Oops, I'm yeah. leading you on again. Mm-hmm. That's sort of obvious out there. Anyway, it's really fun and it's out there today. Completely viral. Britney did carpool karaoke. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7:55. Not only is Paisley Park going to be open to the public in the fall, Prince's estate. You can buy tickets today. That's coming up. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And last hour we heard from Mel. If you if you didn't get to hear that, you should go back and download the podcast or the Free Murphy, Sam & Jody so app. Great. Because Mel has a very special therapy dog, unlike any other story that we've really ever heard. Yeah. Uh, and the rules are changing for drone owners on Monday. Heads up. Get the article at murphysamandjody.com. Uh-huh. Heads up. <laughs> Drones. Yeah. Producer Emily has a question <clears throat> for uh, one of us. Well, for Murphy specifically, because I think Jody knows the answer to this question. Murphy, do you know what tomorrow is? Saturday? Oh. <laughs> Uh, is it your birthday? It is. <laughs> it's Emily's birthday. Hey, that was I had to good. think about that for a minute. Yes. You and a good friend of mine have birthdays one day apart from each other. Ah. And so that's how I remember that's how I remember your birthday. Oh well, all right. You so, know, I'll be happy do birthday. you know that there are a lot of August birthdays in my family oh. and there are a lot of August birthdays, period. Because if you go back and do the math, holiday babies. Well, I'll tell you this. My mom's birthday was Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that works out to about my birthday. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Nice. Um, just so that you know, Emily, what you have been part of this team now for 13 years, mm-hmm. something like that, 14 years or whatever, and Emily came to us really straight out of college, you know, as an intern. And so yeah. now we've watched her, you know, get married, get married and, have and have children, children. right? Exactly. And all the evolution and all that kind of stuff. And you've been able to see Sam get married and divorced to get and married. married. And- <laughs> yeah. You know what? Speaking of that, today, Today is my uh, would be my second wedding anniversary. Oh, you still keep track of that too? <laughs> there you go, Emily. <laughs> Your second wedding anniversary. Yeah, my second oh, wedding. Okay. I was married today. Oh wow! Oh, Murphy and Jody. That's the one where y'all had the big fight outside. It is. We did. Man, oh this is, yeah. These are two right. big days coming up. Thanks for yeah. bringing that up. We, we have all clearly spent way too much time together, haven't we? <laughs> no, we're a family. That's what you do, uh, Emily. I have a present for you. Oh, it's a little something Aww. that I had, you know, bought like months ago. The best thing is it. when Jody says it's a little something. It's always something great. It is little yeah. though. I don't care. Okay, you know, I love well, it anyway. Well, happy birthday! And you, you. you look the same as you did when you came to start working with us here. I'm just saying that <laughs> yeah, they do, don't believe I'm saying that sincerely. You do too, Murphy. You do too. <laughs> I know that's not true. All right, on the way, Sam. You've got behind the lyrics. Yeah, it's from Maroon 5's uh, first album, "Songs About Jane," but it's the only song on the album that really wasn't about Jane. Tell oh, you what it was up about. With Murphy, Sam, and Jody. And more of the uh, adventures of my mom living with us now, mm-hmm. and what I guess I need to talk to her about for Murphy's sake. We'll see. Coming up. Sam, you know my mom is uh, staying with us now. For yes, now, I heard Murphy talking about that. Yeah, he said <laughs> nice things. It's at, you know it's working out better than I don't want to say better than I thought it would because I wasn't anticipating problems. But, but it's been fine. Look, anytime you have anybody you know who's mm-hmm. not normally living in your house, it changes the routine for everybody. You know, you, the girls are back in school, so they're they're back in their routine again. Jody and I are here very early in the morning, so we have we have kind of an odd schedule at our house anyway. We do. 
Um, and I think it's going really, really well. There are some definite pros about my mom being there. She loves coffee. Yeah. I get that from her. There's almost always a hot, fresh pot of coffee on. So, you know, it's not in the morning early. I don't have to make coffee anymore. It's there. It's cool. ready. That's kind of cool. Um, and look, she's a really good cook. And when she starts feeling better, I know she's going to cook for us. So that's coming. Yeah. Does she uh, try mama in you? Because like if my mom was living with me, I know she'd try to do mama things. You know, not right now. She's not. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say those roles are reversed at all because yeah. I'm in that relationship. I'm a child. She's the mother. But I guess maybe not in my house. Right. You know, I kind. She's doing her own thing. We're at a different place than right. we used to be. She's I guess. The guest. Yes. Um, and we want her to be totally comfortable. But there is one thing I'm going to talk to her about, Murphy, for you. What? <laughs> you know, Murphy, we get to work really early. I come here before he does. We do not ride to work together or whatever. Um, but I know you have a lot going on in the morning. You do a lot of work in the morning, even before you come here. And I know that she's, you know, likes to visit in the morning a little bit. So I'm going to ask her to give you your morning space. Is that what you don't that need to do that? No, don't do that. Because really? that, what, that, what that's going to do is that will create a wedge and a problem. I you guess. know, what? she just doesn't understand part of it because she's retired. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you're mm-hmm. retired, you know, the morning is a slow start. And our world is not like that because of the time that we get up in the morning, right. the amount that we have to do, the little preparation before the girls, you know, go to school. It, we have a weird little thing going on Very at four schedule. o'clock in the morning, right? At our, at yeah. our home. And so, um, and, and she gets up early, but you know, it's, it's like anything else, you know I mean? Family loves to visit, mm-hmm. but Monday through Friday, it's very difficult it's to difficult do that, to visit. Right? You know what I mean? You got to so. hit the ground. Every second counts in the morning routine, right? But you're right. I guess I shouldn't say anything. We just, you're just going to have to, you're going to be visiting in the morning. You know, I think now that we're over a week into this, I think she understands that now too. You know, she sees the pace that I'm moving. I'm not sitting still, you know what I mean? Especially since the door's shut. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up next. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. Yeah, we're going to go back and cover Maroon 5's first album, Songs About Jane, Jody. This is the first song, first hit they had (sighs) off the album was the only song on there that wasn't about Jane. Tell you what it was about though, coming up. Sam's going retro today. Behind the lyrics. Behind the lyrics. Sam's behind the lyrics. Yeah, earlier in music news, we were talking about Maroon Five. They're working on a new. I didn't know they were doing this, but the <sighs> news dropped that they're working on a new album. So we should see something hopefully early next year. So I figured let's go back to their first album, songs about Jane, which such were such a good album. Yeah, which were songs about uh, Adam's girlfriend at or ex at the time. Her name was Jane. Aha! Uh-huh. And this album was two thousand three, right? Uh, 2002, uh, 2003. Yeah. It is one of those you can listen to every single song and should. Uh, first so song good. off the album, though, was not about Jane, Harder to Breathe. Is there anyone out there? Cause it's getting harder and harder to Jody's listened to this entire album. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times over the last well, 12 years. Well, sometimes gets me out of a bad mood. This is one of those albums that you can listen to the whole thing. Exactly. To. Uh, the song "The Harder to Breathe" was obviously it's not about Jane. It was about their frustration with the record company. So they've been working on this. You know, oh, really? Their, their, their first album here. And got all the songs done. We're getting ready. And the to record, record company, what had a problem with it? Record and they said we got enough songs, we're ready to go. And the record company says, no, nah, I don't think you have enough songs yet. You need to write, you know, one or two more. 
And so Adam says he actually went into the studio and he literally wanted to throw something. He was so mad. Right. He said it had them on the verge of, because the record company apparently had, through the whole album, had been pushing and riding them. Yeah. And he said, so they decided, fine, let's come up with a song for them. And so the, he said they felt smothered by the album, by the record sure. company, felt pressured by them. And this song is a result of that. It's not to, about a woman. Uh, even though some of the lyrics could sound like it was about a woman. He said yeah. it's about the record company. So condescending, unnecessarily critical. Right. Uh, I have the tendency of getting very physical. He's yeah. had enough of the record company. I yeah. wonder if this is a story that he wouldn't have told until after the album came out. Right, now that he's... It doesn't, doesn't seem like this is the one that you say before the album's released. And, and that's the, it's funny you say that because he said when they recorded the song, he said, number one, I don't care if it goes on the album. Here's the song you wanted. Do what you want with it. They right. put it on the album. They put it out first. That was their first song. Yeah. And he says, looking back at it after the fact, he goes, you know what? I'm glad they pushed us now. Right. Because he said, otherwise, we wouldn't have had the song. Have you seen his wife lately? Behate. Uh, she looked any different? Any she's, less hate? She's way pregnant. Oh, yeah. And she's been uh, posting bikini selfies. Oh, yeah. Pregnant. Like a, you know, pregnant like a supermodel yeah. is what she is. Because guess what? That's what she is. And he's about to be a daddy in mm-hmm. a matter of a handful of weeks. Yeah. Isn't that cool? And there's a story about songs about Jane, except for the song that wasn't about Jane. Harder to breathe. Sam's Behind the Lyrics. I coming up my Friday favorite guys a little mm-hmm. something necessary and it's happy for all kids heading back to school no matter what grade you're in. Jody's Friday favorite. You guys ready for some back to school joy? Yes. Uh, this new teacher, um, his name is Mr. Reed, and I think he's from the Chicago area. It's his first time teaching. He has fourth grade students coming in. Instead of just decorating his classroom and doing the lesson plans, he's also created a back to school wrap welcoming his students and it's so good and so positive and so happy it's kind of reminiscent to me of Fresh Prince mm-hmm. <laughs> and he actually did the video too which you can see at murphysamandjody.com but if you are heading back to school no matter what grade you're in you need to hear this I'll always greet you with a smile I'll always try to make the lessons worthwhile <laughs> And when you do good work, I'll acknowledge Cause I know that you're headed off to work Go to college, so we gotta keep it positive That's the key Have respect for each other and don't forget me Have respect for yourselves and the staff and the school Having fun can be cool when we're following the rules Nah, nah I love that If you know, if you go to that school and you know you have Mr. Reed, you are the happiest kid right right now. (laughs) You have the coolest teacher in the school, apparently. And apparently he's going to let them record things when it's time to learn something that's hard to remember. He's going to, they're going to put it to music, which Sam was saying, like, that's the way it's done. Schoolhouse rock. Yeah. I mean, music helps you remember everything once you get that hook in your head. Yeah. Well, think, fun- about, think about songs that you knew as a kid. Yeah. Just pop in your head. You know the lyrics to, but you mm-hmm. can't remember what you had for breakfast yeah. this morning. You know, that's the, exa- <laughs> <laughs> the example of the energy and the attitude of a teacher is everything. Yeah. Yeah. If you are have good energy and you make the classroom fun and you believe in them, they're going to learn. It does make a difference in their life. If it's the opposite... And you don't engage them, and they're you know 
afraid to express themselves in your classroom, they're not going to flourish. The most teachers I ever had were always giving to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, Most, had, had yes. more of those that were passionate and, and love what yes. they did than anything you else. You remember the rough ones, though, don't you? <laughs> and you cherish the good ones. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Party favorites. And coming up, speaking of teachers, you know, this week uh, we also heard about the teacher that instituted her little no-homework policy. Right. You know, if, if work's not finished through the day, then you can you do can that do at it. night, but no extra homework. And, you know, Tony's got something. She is a teacher, and is going to let us know how she feels about that next. Seven seven three one zero four MSJ. What's going on, Tony? Not much. I love your show. I listen to it every morning. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank on you. my way to on my way to school. Nice. You're a teacher. Yes, I am. And you teach what grade? I teach fifth grade math. Ah, that's a special place. <laughs> I've been teaching twenty two years. Yeah. So I guess you want to uh, get in on this homework conversation, huh? <laughs> sure, I do. Okay, but in a positive way. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I think that a little bit of homework is important, especially in math. I don't believe in bombarding kids with homework. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of teacher that even after 22 years, I do a lot of hands-on activities in my classroom. Yes. We do a lot of games and activities. I only have an hour and 10 minutes with each class period. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching my lessons, and then we're doing games and activities. Therefore, we do not do a lot of sit down and do problems 1 through 20 with my kids. Right. So in order for my children to do the actual problems, I give them 10 problems Monday through Thursday. Oh. That's all I give them is 10 problems a night. So um, it's just reiterating what we did in class, and then I go over it with them for the first 10 minutes of class the next day, and then we're on to the fun games and activities and me instructing again. I just don't have time for it, for them to sit there. I feel like I'm wasting time having them do those 10 problems in class where I want to do the fun stuff in class and the you know, me teaching them in class. Right. right. Well, you sound like you've really but, thought it through really well. I mean, I can honestly say I've never had a parent complain about the amount of homework. In, yeah. in 22 years, I've never had a parent complain about it. Right. right. That's my view on it. Yay. I don't know. Take it or leave it. No, thank you. you. Thank you, Tony. I love that idea. And I we'll think take the, it. the problem becomes when it's hours of homework at night. Yeah. yeah think about that. If you were doing hours of work after your full work day, it's the same kind Burn of thing. Out. But I think right. just enough to kind of reinforce and it, what they, what they've learned through the day probably is a very smart yeah. move. Love having you along. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So much to tell you about. Maxim Chimarkovsky in this one today. Jennifer Lopez and getting your tickets for the Paisley Park Tour. All next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I got a lot of quick things to tell you about, so let's start with J-Lo and Casper. Remember yesterday we heard that they were broken up. She was like, you're going to not put me first. You're out, baby, again. This, this sounds like high school. Remember, I know. Remember yesterday when they were broken up? <laughs> well, they're back, man. Um, apparently he left where he was, flew, flew to her, left Vegas and yeah. flew to her to try to save it. But uh, those close to her say, she's done. Nah. She's done. Uh, and she can have anybody in this world I that know. she wants. Jennifer. Open the yeah, door. Look know, past Casper. Don't think Casper Please. has a say in this one. No. All right, moving on to some exciting for me entertainment news. And I think the ladies of the world would like to know that Maxim Chmerkovsky is heading back as a dancer 
to Dancing with the Stars. So he's not going to be like number four <gasps> on the panel. He's going to be a dancer. He's going to dance again. Um, season 23, which kicks off in September. The last time he was there, he won. He finished because he finally won. Right. Well, not finally won, but won with uh, Meryl Davis. Remember when we all thought they were in love and mm-hmm. they were... Sm- you know, they completely smoked us with mm-hmm. that. But they were so fabulous together. He said at the end of that season, this is exhausting. I'm not coming back again. It has nothing to do with money. I just can't do it. And he, he even said to Derek Huff right after he won, I don't know how you do this. Yeah. Year after year after year because I can't. But now they've, I guess they've coaxed him back. Uh, By the yeah. way. He said, hey, is Derek coming back? He's not? Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> He's um, expecting his first child with fiance, Peter Murgatroyd. Yeah. Okay, he's 36 years old. Look for him back on the dance floor, ladies. I'm loving that one. And I guess the one of the, to me, the biggest pieces of entertainment news that we've had all week long is that Prince's estate and family have announced that they're going to open up Paisley Park. As a museum tour, you get to tour the whole compound and places that only a few hundred people ever saw inside. Right. And it's going to happen soon. The first tours are in October. Well, tickets go on sale today, (gasps) this afternoon at officialpaisleypark.com. I mean, I'm already on checking that out. Officialpaisleypark.com if you want to be one of the first to get in and see the official tour. Mm -hmm. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 8.30, Brittany does carpool karaoke, and does she want this biopic to happen or not? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Jody's got got the one trick to help you be more productive every day. That's coming up just after 8 o'clock. If you have a friend who's got a drone or if you've got a drone yourself, you should know there are some new drone rules that are going into place, specifically for, for commercial, but they can, you know, anybody needs to know about these, and you can get them at MurphySamAndJody.com. Well, anybody who's into drones and has a drone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about when you get up early, you're more productive, but there are reasons that are not obvious. Isn't that cool? I'm happy to know this because I get up really early every morning. When you say early, it's much earlier than most. And there are plenty of times when I drag myself out at that time and I'm thinking, I wish I could just get one more hour. Mm-hmm. What? How wonderful would it be for me to have one more hour? However, I do get a lot done, even especially in that first hour or yeah. two. It is a very productive hour. Would you say the same, Sam? I know you get well, up crazy I, uh, early, too. I brush my teeth. I take a shower. Yeah, I get a lot done. <laughs> I get some good thinking done in that time. Anyway, um, those who get up early, mo- more successful people get up early. But the reason is they there are a couple of interesting reasons. It's not just that you seem to give yourself more hours in the day to get things done. Number one, research says, and I believe it, your bodies are meant to be active early. Mm-hmm. Your mind really? is more alert in the early hours. I don't know. So I guess it depends on if you consider yourself a night person or a morning person. But your mind is alert. And here's something you'll love, Murphy. Um, you're more productive because there's not a lot of outside interruption. Oh, I agree with yeah. that. Nobody else yeah. is around. Very few people are up dinging you with email or text. You're not being interrupted and having to put out everybody else's fires. Right. Does that make sense? That is so true. And that was really true until your mother came to live with us. You know, she wakes up really early, too, you know? Sometimes she's been up. <laughs> just kidding. She's not waking up early with you. She's been up. I, I know. Um, Apple CEO Tim Cook, he says he gets up every morning at 345 to get a jump on the day because that 4 a.m. hour to him is just priceless gold. Yeah. Nobody's around. He clears his mind. He plans his day. 
well, you know, a lot done. The other reason that, that is smarter, too, is because most people wind up winding their day down four-ish or five-ish anyway. It doesn't mean that people don't work past that point, but any people that you need to connect with or hear from or, you know, business partners or whatever, that all rolls off after five o'clock. So you get more benefit out of starting earlier yeah. than you do try to trying to work later. It's it's crazy, though, because I do believe in the power of sleep, and I feel like we need more sleep. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, maybe I just need to go to bed earlier. Coming up next, your family-friendly box office review. Only a couple of little movies, so I'm going to add some extra Hollywood Outsider to it for you. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. So it's not going to be one of those big uh, weekends where something... In fact, Suicide Squad will probably hang tight, maybe at the number one spot. We do have a couple to let you know about. A horror movie opening today called Don't Breathe. Yo, I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least 300K. Boom! That's her guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Okay, a group of friends break into a house of a wealthy blind man and think they're going to get away with the perfect heist. But oh no, look out. Um, no big names in this movie? Stephen Lang stars okay. in it. And by the way, as the blind man, he wore special contact lenses to restrict his vision during filming. Uh-huh. Um, that whole concept sounds scary to me. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't I do not do horror. I know. I just don't. I haven't know, done Jenny. it since right? the 80s. Can't do it. Okay. Uh, we also have an action movie, Mechanic Resurrection. I've been waiting too long to get even with you. You have 36 hours to eliminate all the targets on this list. They only speak that way in action movies. Okay, yeah. Jason Statham, I don't know if you recognize his voice there. Also, so. Tommy Lee Jones in this one. It's about a, an assassin who turns the table on the crime organization that wants to take him out and take out the most dangerous men in the world. It's a sequel to The Mechanic, which was also a remake of a 1972 Charles Bronson movie. Uh, both these movies are rated R this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Hey, can I do a quick Hollywood Outsider to tack on sure. to this since it was just two little quick movies? Mm-hmm. Sam, I think you might like this. It's about Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. The rumors about them this week. Oh, that they are getting married? Not just that. Have you heard specifics? No. I read the rumor and it's just a report and they've not said yay or nay, but they're that they're planning a Christmas wedding. Hmm. Oh, really? And that they'll announce it sometimes in sometime in October around her birthday, a Christmas On wedding. The boys? I hope not. Ooh. Well, I you know not. what? They're going to have to. It, it, you think about it. If it goes mainstream in the press, of course they're going to talk about it on The Voice, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't think they would use The Voice to announce it, though. Yeah. Anyway, how you like that? You like that? You want them to get married? No. No, I don't. Why? Are you afraid that's going to turn the I just like them the, the way they are. I think they're better off the way they are. Yeah. It was a very fast little yeah. rebound for both of them. We'll see, though. They get to decide that, of course. Yeah. Coming up next, Mel has a story for us. He has a therapy dog, mm-hmm. but this is not your standard therapy dog that you've heard stories about a million times before. He does something super special. It's next. 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. You can text, you can call, you can reach out at murphysamandjody.com. Mel knows that we are dog people yeah. big time. And every once in a while, we've loved sharing stories about therapy dogs. So you have one, Mel? I do. I actually have a psychiatric service dog that I train myself. And so I've, I've got some experienced training dogs. Wait, a psychiatric service dog? Do tell everything. Okay, um, I have really bad anxiety and depression, and oh. basically, 
in order to keep me out of the hospital and get me going to class and everything, mm-hmm. I have a service dog that does deep pressure therapy, yes. which is they lay on top of you and through biofeedback, um, your heart rate starts to match theirs. Mm-hmm. So if I'm having a panic attack, oh my gosh. it helps calm me down. Oh my gosh. Wow. What, what is your dog's um, name? Also, Mr. Wallace. Mr. Wallace. What kind? What kind is he? He's a pit. <gasps> oh, you're speaking my language. My heart's beating fast now. <laughs> Those are great dogs. So is he just your best friend in the world? Oh, he is. How did you come to this being the solution to help you get through? Honestly, I was looking for anything, and I went. I looked to adopt a dog so that I could train him. Oh. Um, originally for an emotional support animal without training, yeah. and then decided to take it further. And they pointed me in the direction of this really great dog, and it yeah. just all fell into place. I'm not so naive as to think that you don't have any anxiety just because he's there. What Does he sense your anxiety when it comes on? Yes. Um, he does this thing where he puts his paws on both of my shoulders, and he'll look at me funny. <laughs> and like I'll be like, okay. And he knows he's supposed to lay across my lap or across my abdomen. Yeah. And, I mean, he can tell, and it's crazy. Hmm. That's unbelievable. So do you get to take him with you, or does he have to stay at home when you go to school? I usually take him with me. Right now I'm commuting, though, so he's not going with me yet, right. but he will be. Well, since you're commuting, maybe you can teach him how to drive. Uh-huh. Knock out two birds with one stone there. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> how old are you? Oh, I'm 19. Oh, just kidding. I just turned 20. I'm 20. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am amazed. I've never known anyone who has a service dog for anxiety but i believe that anxiety can be crippling so i'm so glad you have him thank you i mean it and stay in touch with us and and send us a picture of mr wallace and you i want to see okay thank you for calling call us anytime okay all right bye thanks mel wow i love learning something new like that Mm -hmm. and you can reach us anytime even if you need to leave a message we've got a 24-hour voicemail there at 877-310-4msj Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. We'll let you ride along in Britney's Carpool Karaoke with James Corden from last night. Some what moments Mm -hmm. and how she feels about this biopic that's being made. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Britney Spears did Carpool Karaoke last night, and here's one of the songs I could hear her singing on. I think I did it again. I made you believe we were more than just friends. For the rest yeah. of it, the songs, anyway, she was pretty soft-spoken, really shy, kind of like the way we hear that Britney really is. Mm-hmm. And, but when there was, she had some trouble answering some questions. You know your song, Oops, I Did It Again? <laughs> yes. What's that about? What's it really about? I really don't know. You don't know what it's about? Uh-uh. I think it's just a song. Because I think every time I go, every well, like every time I order a Domino's, I think... <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> I'm screaming at the screen. Brittany, it's about someone leading someone on. Anyway, I was surprised at that answer. I do have another little piece of Brittany news, and that's that uh, biopic that was announced this week by Lifetime that they're yeah. going to be making. It does not have her blessing, the rep said, and she, they will not be contributing in any way, shape, or form. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Olympic swimmer and famous fudger liar um ryan lochte i shouldn't say that that's ugly right he fabricated a story that's what he did he's yeah. a fabricator he's a fabricator brian williams is a liar okay. he's a fabricator <laughs> okay. both fabricators um he's out of brazil but he's not out of trouble with the brazilian police they've charged him with filing a false report over the gas station incident that happened during the olympics where he said there was a you know 
gun at his head, head, that he was robbed and he was actually vandalizing stuff. Anyway, whether he... He's got to decide whether he wants to defend himself in Brazil or, or whatever. And this indictment is going to be passed along to the Ethics Commission of the International Olympic Committee because they're going to say, OK, here's here are the official charges. What do right. we do with this athlete now? So there's no I mean, he's got an attorney and they're going to decide what to do. What's going to happen is the same thing that happened to the other swimmer that was down there still. He's going to pay a fine. It's going to be forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Because I That's mean, good. he's not going to. They'll fight drag it, it out, you know, right? Here's how much he's do you already. Want? You're right. Thank he's you. already admitted right. to the press, especially here. So you're right. He's not going to fight it, but he has to have an attorney. And you remember also earlier this week, he lost all of his endorsement deals. Mm-hmm. He lost Ralph Lauren. He lost Speedo, Speedo. Some big ones. He's gained one now. <laughs> he has a, a new endorsement. He signed with Pine Brothers Cough Drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's going to be lofty. And the ads are going to say uh, that they are very forgiving on your throat (laughs) is the company uh stepping in at a time when everybody's watching coming up with murphy sam and jody big news this week paisley park will be open soon for public tours tell you all about it next hoping to hang out at prince's house soon dude I think this is also my Friday favorite, that the family of Prince has announced that Paisley Park will be open for daily paid public tours in the fall, coming as soon as October. Oh, I know. You know what admission's going to be, huh? Nineteen ninety nine. Sam, you're probably Sam, right. They need yes. you on, your, on their marketing team yeah. right, right now. Right. Okay, digging a little deeper, here's what you're going to get. You're going to walk through <clears throat> the main floors of the 65 thousand square foot mansion he called paisley park um you're gonna get to see his um the places where he recorded and produced some of his biggest hits you're gonna get to see his video editing suites rehearsal rooms the private music club and a massive sound stage and concert hall where he would rehearse before heading out on tour like he would rehearse in a, on a big stage just like the stage that he'd be on and that cool you'll see the areas where he held private events and concerts those big stages yeah and um, his personal, from his personal, you're going to see his concert wardrobe, a lot of his awards, some of his musical instruments. I'm hoping to see that purple guitar. Yeah. The one that's so, I'm sorry, the yellow guitar. Yeah. That was so, like, nobody's ever seen anything like this. And, um, of course, his memorabilia, his favorite cars and motorcycles. You know what? It just sounds bigger than Graceland, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As far as a tour with that much stuff. Yeah. And it opens when? In October? I'm in October, right. so that's quick, but his sister said she knows this is what he wanted. 